morning, uh, we will be dissecting uh, the uh, 103rd uh, anniversary January 8th statement that was given on the weekend by President Jacob Zuma in Cape Town. Now, President Jacob Zuma says uh, sacrifice, collective leadership and humility remain values that the African National Congress should never compromise. The ANC adopted 2015 as the year of the Freedom Charter and the theme for this year's celebrations was of course 2015 the year of the freedom charter and unity in action to advance economic freedom and many issues were touched on the lines are open if you would like to engage and give us your views on this as well 0891 you can sms us on 34701 tweet or facebook at am live on safm or at sakina kamwendo and uh, to help us uh, walk through this document we are joined on the line now by the deputy secretary general of the African National Congress, Ms. Jesse Duarte. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I want to start off by uh, what uh, Zimande, Dr. Bladen Zimande uh, was saying on Saturday. And he says, you know, the ANC is 103 years old. But of course, it is not good enough to just be old. It needs to be old and it needs to be dynamic. And how do you feel the ANC has gone about, you know, making sure that it remains relevant, it remains dynamic and is able to move in tandem with what the demands of South Africa are? Well, Sakina, you know, the ANC's uh, best, uh, best practice is to work very flat on the ground. Um, when people talk about dynamism in South Africa, it's uh, usually something that's like uh, uh, the taste of a new ice cream, but it's not like that. I think we are a dynamic organization in the sense that we have consistently uh, ensured that we move along with the times uh, as they as they present themselves, this decade, this particular decade, is a decade for returning the land to the people. And this year is the year of ensuring that the legislation is not liberalised, is not legislation that is going to be um, crowded with bureaucracy, but is legislation that will enable South Africans to have access to land. Um, and we have said uh, in the document that the willing buyer, willing seller didn't work. And therefore, uh, we want to use the constitution just and equitable uh, to enable the government to actually expropriate land in the national interest where, where this becomes necessary. Uh, now, the, the land question is one of the most topical and immediate issues in our country. Um, uh, charismatic dynamism, I don't know, we're not a church, we, we're, a, we're a liberation movement and we're going to behave like one. We have branches in every part of the country and one of the things that we are really going to work on this year is getting our branches and branch membership to become volunteers, more directly involved in the lives of um, South Africans where it matters most. Um, looking at uh, organizations, even setting up NGOs if we need to, to develop a sense of um, uh, so, uh, an active uh, civil society where people's issues are put high on the agenda in every single ward, in every single branch. Going back to ensuring that it's the ANC cadre who take care of the conditions of clinics and schools and, and question where this is not happening and actually put pressure on public representatives to make good uh, where they haven't put things in, in place and in order. So 
So a much higher level of accountability uh, will be demanded of everybody uh, going forward. In terms of the economy, um, we we recognize that our economic growth is not as fast as it should be. One of the elements of of retardation in the economy is, of course, uh, access access to energy that is reliable. So long-term projects are in place um, to create more energy, and we know that all of us have had uh, blackouts and suffered, all of us, every family in the country, mm-hmm. no one has been excluded. So um, we, we, we recognize that that problem is both a short-term problem, it must be resolved in the short term, but we cannot be short, we cannot, we cannot just look at quick fix solutions only. We need to look at the long term. What will our energy status be in 30, in 50, and in 70 years' time? So that um, an, an energy mix that really works for us as South Africans, irrespective mm-hmm. of what might work elsewhere, let's look at what will work for us as a country and as a nation. And um, on that score, Ms. Duarte, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just looking yes. at the New Age this morning, uh, the business section, and yes. it says bailout won't save Eskom. And this situation is serious mm-hmm. enough, as you say, apart from the fact that it has affected every one of us personally, you know, it's affecting yes. the economy. Um, and also, mm-hmm. you know, it says a bailout won't save Eskom. So what exactly no. does the ANC have in mind in terms of trying to turn the situation around? Well, you know that Minister Lynn Brown and the Deputy President have been given the task of a turnaround uh, strategy for ESCOM. The ESCOM now falls under the Deputy President's office directly. If I, I'm sure you remember that the President made that announcement some weeks ago. Which means that one would have, they would have to look at energy generation on the one hand. Let's look at that. The cost of energy and uh, NERSA's uh, annual increase of the tariff rate, but also the bureaucracy of ESCOM itself, which is a huge bureaucracy. Is there something that needs to be done there to create a more effective ESCOM? But you know, ESCOM cannot create electricity that doesn't exist, and we must be clear about that. They have to have electricity on hand. Now, Sakina, you might remember that in 2007 already, the country was warned that we would have less mm. electricity going forward, but also we're, we're a victim of our own success in this regard. We've uh, built more houses in this country. There has been more industries that have sprung up in rural areas and in smaller towns that was not there before. So the energy grid is stressed. It is stressed because more people are, are, are actually pulling, pulling energy from a a grid that uh, didn't grow very fast uh, in the last 20 years. Mm. So one one needs to accept that that is the issue, and therefore the there was this uh, push for Madupi for Kusile to 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 get up and running, um, and and we're hoping this year 2015 is the year when Madupi will be finalised. I wish it said it would be. Um, and, and of course you know that there's been arguments and fights with the construction industry, but we honestly believe that with the energy build project, we also have to open the doors for independent power producers, and that is already happening. So that um, there can be independent power producers who produce energy in, in whatever part of the country that they get a license for. With, of course, the rider that energy, with energy, which is big projects, does come um, 
private sector and public sector corruption, and we, we don't want that. And therefore, we've we've been saying to the minister, uh, Lynn Brown, look, if you if and to um, to Najumat, if you give licenses and and this is, make sure that there's no background um, uh, story that's going to emerge that will tarnish uh, the development of this energy. So there's a lot that is being discussed, but there's a lot of it's not just talk around the table and talk, talk, talk. Mm. Because this is a year for action, uh, Fatima, and. Uh, there is a sense of impatience amongst the leadership of the ANC as well, which is a good impatience. Indeed, which because means that the government must be on its guard. We're not going to sit back and allow things to drift and to be bureaucratically ma- uh, managed in a in a well organized, well organized yes indeed, but um, long winded way. No way, not this year. We will. Um, the message was very clear on, on Saturday. Mm. And then uh, one of the, I, I concur with what you have said completely about, you know, more houses being built, meaning that more electricity yeah. needed to be rolled mm-hmm. out to more people in this country. But one of the things, uh, you know, that South Africans have been uh, unhappy about, if I could use that mm-hmm. particular word, Miss um, uh, uh, Duarte, is the fact that they want acknowledgement from the ANC and from government mm-hmm. by extension to say yes you are right in that uh, there has been more demand for electricity for example but also they want the ANC to acknowledge that perhaps they didn't plan as well as they could have um, to foresee what was going to happen in terms of more houses needing more electricity mm. well Sakina correctly so I mean in 2007 uh, when there was a notion that Three million houses would be built. Already then, the question of more electricity generation was raised. But it does take a good 10 years to commission a power station. So even when we acknowledge that, yes, we, we needed to do that, power stations cannot be built overnight. There, there's no power station in the world that could, can be built overnight. The other reality, of course, that we must acknowledge is that um, our power stations, many of them, were old and needed refurbishment. So those have been done now. There have been a couple of, uh, I think about eight, about eight power stations have been refurbished. So catching up has been um, the big thing. What we need to look at is not just a catch-up program, but actually having enough electricity that will provide uh, electricity for domestic use. And where the, the, the industry that draws the most electricity in South Africa is still the mining industry, which it should be. It is our, it is our primary um, sector uh, in the economy. But uh, we need electricity to enhance manufacturing. We need in, in, in electricity for heavy industry. And uh, where that has happened, uh, if one looks at the amount of, of electricity that goes to one town, Richards Bay, where we have um, smelters, aluminium smelters that's a, a great that's a lot of electricity going to one town frankly speaking but on the other hand one doesn't say okay let's close those smelters and seven thousand people will be out of jobs and richard's bay must die we have to continue forward and you're right sakina uh, but we did acknowledge in 2007 already and unfortunately all of us have very short memories but you know we're building two power stations simultaneously they're the biggest, they're the first biggest builds in the world. They do take time. 
and we don't want a power station that is going to be not the state of the art that will then collapse in another five years. Then got to last a power station lifespan has to be about fifty years. So I'm told I'm not an engineer. Mm. I could be corrected, but it must be properly built. Yeah. And and that is what we're hoping for. And we do wish um, the pressure we put in is that uh, get on with Medupi, get on with Kusile. Let's not, uh, you know, these arguments with the private sector has to come to an end. Um, the construction companies that are not meeting their deadlines must be penalized, and heavily so. Uh, we cannot negotiate with people um, who do things uh, not on time, you know, and, and have excuses constantly. And it's a private sector excuse for which the government has to take the flat. We must take the flat together. Let's all be out there and say, we, we, the, the, the fault line is here. But uh, things are on track now, mm-hmm. and uh, we must wait and, and, and push. Um, we must push as, as the citizens, and, and I can assure you the ANC is, is going to be uh, quite a bit hard this year uh, with all public representatives. Um, um, you know, the statement even makes reference to the fact that uh, people who've come to the ANC for self-aggrandizement uh, need to know that it's going to be a short relationship for them. Because we find that a lot of people come to the ANC and see it as a path to a career. But we, we, we're convinced that the people who really deliver are the activists of the ANC, people who, who live and breathe uh, the ANC's culture, people who live and breathe and understand why the ANC was even formed and what the values of the ANC are. Mm. And good people have come into the ANC brilliant young people they've learned but there's also a good number of people who are municipal managers who are um, calling themselves ANC cadre who are uh, counselors and MPLs and, and who actually do very little uh, the communities never see them uh, nobody knows who they are what what's the point of having people like that so uh, they've come to build a career and uh, to, by extension, to get known by the private sector and to try to influence uh, decisions uh, and lobby for private sector individuals. And look, we're going to be very tough on that. We'll expose people. 